podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Melinda and Jamie. How's it going? Hi. Okay. Yeah, man. How are you? Yeah, sound. So as we record this, Canada are playing. So if you hear any strange noises from Melinda, then you know what's going on. Um, <laughs> Canada are playing basically, and she's uh, distracted. So how are you finding yeah, the game so try... far, Melinda? Are you, are you stressed out watching this game, or you okay? Um. Well, I mean, it's a little frustrating, you know, because Canada played extremely well. I think, in my opinion. Um, so many chances and just like literally, as I was saying to you guys before we started started the pod, the most Everton thing they just can't finish. Like it's just so frustrating. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but no, I'm seeing a lot of potential in this team. I honestly really want them to do well. Um, and uh, yeah, Belgium don't deserve that. By the way, they're actually shocking. This has been shocking performance by Belgium, in my opinion. Um, yeah. so they don't deserve that goal, but whatever. Um, yeah, hopefully the second half, I think it's going to start soon. Hopefully it brings, uh, brings a couple of goals for old Canada land. That'd be boss. Yeah. Jamie, Canada, Canada are better than, there's a little bit of arrogance from an Englishman to say, you just automatically think Canada are not going to be a good side, but they finished top of the qualifying group and they look good, don't they? they look really good. You do actually, mate. Yeah. Especially in that first half, they took it to Belgium, like, but I think it, it is a bit arrogant, isn't it? Because, you know, you're sort of in that. Yeah, we think because we're Europe well. We're not used to being at the top table and anything. So when you're not here at the top table, you sort of associate yourselves with Brazil and France. That's who you look out for. But yeah. no, they've, they've, you know, they've given a great account of themselves so far. And hopefully they can get a couple of goals and win the game. Yeah, I think they've shown definitely shown enough that even if they, they do get beat here, I think they've got more than enough to beat Croatia and Morocco. Personally, I think so anyway, after watching that game today as well. Yeah, I would, I'd would. i say that. I'd love them to, mate. I'd love them to get through. Yeah, but uh, as we are an Everton podcast, should we start with a little bit of Everton news? And Everton have actually won a game of football today. And they've actually scored more than <laughs> one goal. They scored five. So, uh, yeah. is everybody as shocked as I am? Melinda, you as shocked as I am with that result? So, yeah, like, it, it, obviously the game was on a bit of an awkward time. So I was at work, but um, you were sort of just making sure, you know, we were updated in the group chat and you're sending, you know, little snippets of the goals and stuff like that. And, oh, my goodness, like, we actually look, like, decent. Yeah. Like, dare I say it, like, you know, I got Crystal Palace vibes again. You know, like, I felt like this is a team. This is a very cohesive team. I mean, I only, I've, like I said, I've only seen snippets of, you know, certain parts of the match, but five goals like I didn't even know Everton had that in them I'll be honest with you and a hat trick from Gordon I mean oh my gosh yeah. like but you know what I was I was doing reflecting and I was thinking about it and I really do think that's gonna do wonders for him you know as a player but then again like it's just you know Paul we were saying this earlier in, in the group and it's like it's just the inconsistency for me it's like yes I'm so happy that we've done well but then again it's like we're up the top we're on the peak of that roller coaster and I just <laughs> for the drop again and I, I'm sick of that can we just stay consistent like it's like 
I don't care if we're really good or if we're really shit, just stay consistent. It's like <laughs> up down, up down. It's like so fresh. Yeah, it's so frustrating. So I made up, I made up for them, but I really hope that, you know, there's things that are taken from the match today and reviewed and learned on and then, you know, kind of put into our, you know, our, our next fixtures because we really need to get a win on Boxing Day. Like, in my opinion, that is like, we need to win that game. That's a six like we need to start back off of, we need to start back off of the break on a win, in my opinion. I'm not sure, Jamie, how you feel about that, but not that I'm being like that person, like it's a must win. Like I'm not trying to be like, you know, that yeah. person again, but no, I, I honestly just think for morale for fans and for the players, like I'm made up for them. They, you know, it was a fantastic result and that header by Mope. I mean, that was a brilliant goal, but um, I just want that. I want that momentum to keep going. I, I, I don't want it to just, you know, I feel like, Oh yeah, we got a good result. It's like, no, like keep going, like keep doing well, keep wanting to do well. So in my opinion, I want them to be on Boxing Day. I want them to show up and be hungry like the wolf. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't even plan that. It just literally happened, but you know what I mean. Anyway, Jamie's so not impressed with me. No, I'm watching, I was just watching something on time there. I was just hoping that. Sam and Carol was watching there. Oh, by the way, oh, Nana's just come on for Belgium. Oh, I'm so torn. <laughs> oh, he looks, he looks so good. Boy, yeah, but uh, Jamie, that um, that result today. I mean, I've seen people saying, I oh, you know, Western Sydney Wanderers, you know, an Australian team, they're not as good as us, but because you've got to beat what's put in front of you, and putting five goals past anyone listening to the professional football team, they're second in their league in Australia. Do you think that will do our confidence good going forward? Do you think that's what we needed today was a big win like that? Yeah, definitely. The only thing I've got a, a little bone to pick really is where everyone's thinking Saudi Arabia was the shock of the week. I think all scored in five was a bigger shock, really. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, but no, I, I don't understand that. Oh, it's just, you no, know, it's only them, it's only an Australian team. Oh, listen, if we'd have been beat 2-1 or 1-0, you wouldn't be saying that. You'd be saying, are we getting beat by these? So let's put it the other way and go, well, we've just battled them 5-1. No, let's get behind them and go yeah. sound. Good lads, you know, Gordon scored in five. It, sorry, Gordon scored in three. We scored five. Mopey gets on the sheet. That'll do him good. You know, as, you know, any strikers going putting the ball in the back of the net, no matter what sort of game it is, it gives them a little bit. So hopefully they come back on Boxing Day and go right. Okay, I'm ready for this. And maybe yeah, he's given them. You know, Gordon saying, yeah, I'm ready now. Yeah, I'm well, putting but... everything behind me. This break's happened for me in personally. It's going to be a great break for him. And then. He's he's writing them. He's forcing Frank Sandon sat on Boxing Day to go. Yeah, I've got to pick him. Well, I've got a quote from Andy Gordon here, and it says, "For me especially, this was a really good game to get a bit of momentum. I feel like I've been a bit out of form given my capabilities. I'm not going to stop over the break. I'm not going to relax. I don't think I've earned that. So I think he's recognising that he hasn't he hasn't played well this season, hasn't he? So it's yeah. good to hear him. I think they got a couple of weeks off, but it sounds like he's going to be going into Finch Farm." And doing his best to uh, maybe settle down now. Maybe he's realised I'm staying at Everton. I'm not going anywhere. And if he's got any personal I... problems, then maybe that he's over them now. Let's hope so anyway. Because today I watched that game today. You know with the shifts I work. So I work nights. That was me last night. Last night. So I just stayed up to watch the game. And Everton, to say take it into consideration the opposition. But Everton were really good. They were all over them from minute one. It was quicker. It was faster. They were zipping passes into each other. He still had the odd. 
shit pass from Decore, but I think that's just in his makeup. But no, I thought everything really good today. A few of the kids came in, done really well. And I was speaking to you today, Melinda, and you were saying maybe it's time to blood a few of these youngsters in the first team. Do you still stick by that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know what? We've I mean, I know it wasn't a Premier League side that we were watching, but I mean the Sydney wandering kangaroos people. I actually that's so mean I should know what their, their team is called um but um no I mean I think it's you know if you were to put in a few young lads not obviously base an entire team around it but make a couple of changes like he did today and I mean it's it, it was effective so I mean I don't see why why not and I think we're at a point where they've got time now they've got the break and they can all work together with maybe a couple of new players in there and, and just train like that and just see, you know, I mean, it, ultimately it's up to, you know, the, Frank and, you know, the the staff and, you know, what, what, they, what team they want to put out. But I don't know. I just think what obviously what's been the lineup has not been working. And we've done yeah. a bit of a massive change here and it seems to <laughs> seems to have worked. So I don't I don't think it hurts. But then again, I mean, can I see that happening straight away? Maybe not you know, from the patterns that we have seen lately coming out of lineups with Everton, but um, I don't think it would hurt. No. Jamie, I watched, say I watched the game today, um, thought that Isaac Price today for Everton was, was very, very impressive. I mean, he doesn't look scared to put a tackle in, and he actually can pass to a man who's wearing the same shirt as him. It's like a Said it today, it's like a Christmas miracle, honestly. <laughs> He's just spraying the ball around and Stanley Mills come on, he done the same. It's just it was good to see it. Just like Frank Lampard said in his interview, these are lads who actually want to play for Everton. Now, I don't know what he meant by that. Mm. Is the players in the team who who don't want to play for Everton, you know what I mean? But would you same question to you, would you start introducing these youngsters into into the first team? Yeah, definitely. Um because you you've got to, haven't you? I suppose, like, we can keep throwing money at it and money at it, but this has it, the price and, you know, Stanley Mills might just be sitting there, a ready-made player of what we've just paid 30 million quid for. So you've got to sort of give him a go, otherwise you'll never know. You know, you would literally never know. I remember Harry Kane playing in the Europa League because that's Tim Sherwood. was like, no, he's, he's entering the training, he's going in. You know, Marcus Rashford, all these players have started somewhere, so you know, I think it's time we give these kids these kids a chance. Yeah, it's especially again someone like Tom Cannon. I mean, you know, Everton striking options are are not good, are they? And you no. know, there's a bit of a question mark mm. over Neil Morpe. I'm gonna admit it. I've I've probably laid into him myself, but you know, he scored a great goal today. But Tom Cannon must see a chance to play in this team now, mustn't he? He must think. You you know what? Just. Just going back, just bring, sorry to interrupt you there, Paul, but oh, going back okay. to, <laughs> I'm always like, Paul, don't interrupt me. And then I go and do it to you. I'm so sorry. I'll just send you, um, an, I'll just send just... you an abusive message once we stop recording. Don't worry. Well, that's just business as usual. So <laughs> not shocked. Not shocked. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Paul does not <laughs> verbally abuse me. For all the <laughs> listeners listening. Um, <laughs> so with Mopay though, you guys know, like, I've never actually, like, had a bad thing to say about him. Because I put it down to, I think, Jamie, you actually mentioned this maybe on a past pod that I wasn't on. And I did listen back to it. But maybe it was in the group. You put it in the group. I can't remember. But it was just the service to him is just not there. 
So how is he supposed to be able to do his job if he's not getting balls fed to him? You know what I mean? So I think that's part of the problem. And and I also think if we do make these couple of changes, maybe with the starting lineup, then he might be our guy if we can kind of tailor to his style of play. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, I think definitely think he has potential. I've always, I've always sort of had a bit of a soft spot for Mope. Um, and I want him to do well. I, I actually want him to succeed. I want him to start getting goals for, for Everton. Well, he's a certain the style of player, isn't he? And I just don't think Everton have, yeah. have catered to him whatsoever. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But... I think we've got stuck in a lot of, of playing with Calvert-Lewin. And the, the, mm. the tactics are so for Calvert-Lewin, pumping the ball to him, getting in and around him, that when he's gone off or he's not playing, the players are that, like, pump the ball up, get the ball, get wide, cross it in. That he's suffering from it, Mope, and he's like, no, get on. I think Pay, I know he's gone now, but I think the perfect player from Mope is a Hammers. He'll just drop, mm. he'll, he'll just kill the ball in centre midfield and just slide one, just through the back four, yeah. just slide the ball through the back four. Apart from Calvin Lewins, maybe against, uh, even if you could class that as a one on one, I haven't seen any of our players go one on one with anyone, like the goalkeeper. Yeah. No, from afar, like, yeah. they're just a full one on one. You're talking about Hammers there, that we're, he's a number 10. He's, you know, he is a number 10, isn't he? Dwight McNeil yeah. played there today. And Frank Lampard was saying, you know, he's played there earlier on in his career and he, we know we can play there. And to be fair, he, on the ball today, look, I know, I said again, take it in consideration who we're playing. Who cares, though? It doesn't matter. But he looked really, yeah. really good today. So maybe that's a position mm. for him moving forward. don't know what you think yeah. about that. But he definitely yeah. can spot a pass, like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have to go back and, and watch it back, but um, no, I mean, I, and that's the thing, like, just because there's one bad performance, there's also one good performance, and that's just going back to that point of, like, the consistency. So if we can figure out where these players are being maximized to their optimal potential, then I mean, like, I think, like, t- like time, I'm not trying to be that person, but time is ticking. You know, like it's going to be January before we know it, and like time is ticking, matches are going by, and it's like, and we don't where know we if we can buy any from. players, do we? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the rumors so, that I'm oh, seeing oh. on social media is that we're not going to be spending any money, which is a bit scary. Like, um, yeah. I just, on that point, though, I, I think this is the time now where Kevin Farwell and Frank Lampard and whoever else has got to come in. And look to the look at the likes of Yeri Mina, Michael Keed, you know Tom Davis, who let's, we've we've really stuck by him. But he's injured now, and he Davis, Tom Davis, he had to come over. Is home. he? Yeah, he, he had to. He got injured against Celtic. Uh, he's done his knee. I think it's a bad one. Oh, he had to send him gosh. back. So there's talk of ligaments. I don't know if there's been any scans or what. It takes about eight, eight days to get home from Australia anyway, doesn't it? So he's probably yeah. not even home yet, but. Hopefully we look back on this trip to Australia and say, well, that, that was the turning point in the season. Yeah. You know, we beat Celtic. I know, no shots on target. We still beat them to win. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and we beat the Sydney team. So hopefully it's a good confidence boost. And uh, yeah, I don't know where Jamie's gone there. He's just uh, must have gone to the toilet or something, but he's got off. So it's just me and you at the moment, Melinda. He fell uh, on the back of the couch, I guess. Yeah. That's, happened. that's enough of Everton now. I don't want to really want to talk about it. I just want to talk about your World Cup experience so far. I know you haven't been able to watch any of the games, so you were telling us before how uh, 
Are you been keeping up to date with the scores and that's all? Tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. So as some people may know, um, I do work for the NHS. Um, and uh, I was just, you know, doing my doing my rounds around the old hospital. And, um, you know, I with, with my job that I do, I do kind of float around to different uh, different wards in the hospital. So whenever I would go and, you know, speak to patients about their diabetes and things like that, cause that's the specialty area I work in. Um, and the world cup will be on, they were just not giving a shit about what I was talking about. Yeah. They were so focused on watching the TV, you know, in the world cup. Um, but yeah, every time I would kind of go around and see my patients, I would kind of just, you know, hear commentary here and there. And especially, you know, when England were playing, um, I was getting the updates from you guys in the group chat, obviously. Um, but then I remember all I heard, it was the funniest thing. I was on one of the wards and, um, all I hear is Grealish. Because mm. <laughs> like, I'm in Manchester, right? So everyone's like all over all the city players. And um, yeah, I go in this room. I literally just run in the room. Don't even know what the patient is. I was like, hey, what's up? I'm Linda from the diabetes team. What's the score? <laughs> and I just look over and it was, yeah, it ended up being a six for England. So yeah, it's been a bit tough because just with work and stuff, I haven't been able to watch many matches. But um the, the patients who pay for the TV and stream the the World Cup right now, you are the real MVPs of the world. So thank you. I get to watch these little snippets of the World Cup. So it's been, uh, yeah, it's been great. It's been an interesting start, but uh, it's been good. <laughs> I've seen as you mentioned Grealish there. What you what have you? I don't know if you caught up. You must have seen the England goals or whatever. What what do you think of England so far? It's a fantastic start, isn't it? I mean. I think we're probably. Oh my gosh! I'm like Spain won seven 0 today, but I think apart from them, I think England have been the standout team so far. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, what a turnaround from what kind of football we were seeing from them. You know, last time they had played, like that was pretty shocking from England. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's been um a quite a fantastic turnaround. Um, but, but the one thing I haven't looked into today is I know that there was a uh thing on twitter about harry kane's so who's yeah. having a scan or something like that so what was there a result of oh, that what, or what's happening no i was watching that? um the game earlier on and it was gary neville he was speaking in the studio and he he was saying the fact that england have gone so quiet it's a he doesn't think mm. it's a good one now there could have been news come out about harry kane while we've been talking on air but yeah reckon it, if you're going for scans that means you're in pain so yeah you got we all know he's had ankle problems in the past, hasn't he? So, welcome back, Jamie. Nice to bring you in. We're talking about uh, England. Um, we'll get back on to Kane in a minute, but what did you make of England's performance against Iran the other day? It was impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very. I was made up. Like, I was proper made up because even with like the last couple of results, now it made it even better again because you see Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, Japan beating... Um, Jamie, that could have quite easily been England, like, you know. Yeah. Like, that yeah, could have quite easily been 1-0 to Iran. Iran's yeah. got a better ranking. Then yeah, Japan. so I just think, I just think when people go, oh, but it's Iran, they were poor. They're, they're in the World Cup. There's yeah, not, I think that's arrogance, like we were yeah. talking about with Canada earlier on. I think as English people, we yeah. think, oh, they're all rubbish, but they're not. They can all play football. They're all good. No, we, we, we've all watched England, you know, when, I think it was, was it 2014, we drew it 0-0 with Costa Rica, and, um, Algeria, never when we, we drew with Algeria in the group stages and stuff like that. Then in years gone by, England draw down games, it's as simple as that. But to go and win 6 2 
and could have been more. It's fantastic, and every single one of them players will be buzzing out. They all can't wait to play on Friday. Yeah. And you'll have, like, Jack, Gre- Jack Grealish coming on and scoring, Marcus Rashford coming on and scoring. They'll be absolutely buzzing. They'll be all itching on Friday, knocking on his door, going, where can I play, can I play? And that's the best thing you can have. Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh- that's a fantastic point. It's going to do wonders for their confidence. They're going to go into Friday with like just absolute like let's like just into these. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good match, I think. I don't know if you've seen Jack Grealish when he done that celebration for that young kid, oh, fin- young kid Finley who's so got cerebral palsy. He, he was great yeah. with him there, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, that was brilliant. Sometimes you, know. you see footballers and they're quite wooden, but he was really good with them. You've seen him calling them up and to remember that, to remember that conversation in the, in that moment of scoring in the World Cup is is special, like isn't it. Well, is it, oh, Jack, absolutely. Is, what, Jack Reed's little sister's got cerebral palsy, and she, yeah, so he sort of you can relate with him. Sorry, when I had that. seen that, there was like a TikTok or something. I think it was maybe by England. I can't remember who, but they did the clip of when he's saying like, you know, yeah, I'll do it for you, and then it cuts to the part where he scores and he actually does it, and like it really was like emotional. I was like. Jack Rillis is like, I mean, he's a, you know, great footballer and all, but he's also just as such a nice person. It's not the first time he's done something like that for, you know, a fan. He's very involved. And um, oh, I just think he's brilliant. You know, I really do. He gets do. a hard time. He's absolutely you, brilliant. Doesn't he, Melinda? He gets a hard time in the press, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, absolutely. He does. And um, I just, I don't know. I don't think it's very fair on him, to be honest with you. I, I just think he's just a lot of likes to play football and he's got a really kind heart and a good soul. From what I can see, and um, yeah, it doesn't really deserve that, does he? Yeah, I think it's because you play the airbands. I think it's the English press. He that. looks so fit. I'm not funny. I'm not funny. How dare you? No, no, no. That's not a jibe against Jack Grealish. That is of the English media. Of no, I know. He doesn't just sell them because his socks are short and he wears an airband, and you know he show and his calves and all. He wears air gel. Oh no, he, that's not an Englishman. He needs to be like yeah. Teddy Butcher with a shaven head, and but it's like, well, he's not. So get used to it. You know Do what? You know what I, mean? I live for the hairband, like in Jack Grealish's hairband. We trust, like seriously. I like live for that. Well, he's a little. So you say, so just so you saying, Emily? Sorry, we <laughs> mean to make a point on this, but are you saying that Grealish is a nice lad and he comes across as a nice lad? I think they all do now. You get yep. that vibe in the England camp, don't you? Where years ago with Beckham, oh, you know, Lampard, yeah? yeah. Beckham, Lampard, Gerard, Skulls, they were all like... Yeah, they couldn't forget the club rivalry, could they? Yeah, and you were, and you could tell that they really weren't asked about being there and the 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 media wasn't, it was just second to them, the fans were second to them, they were just like, I'll get this over the number. But these group of lads actually look like they can't wait to play for England. And you know what? Like, I think it's all just coming down to just like the culture around men's football. I think the culture is changing. And I think you can, you know, you can see it when you see the, like the vibes that are within these players. And again, it'll, it, it was a TikTok, but it was like the ever, or Everton, God. England t- um, TikTok. And um, they were basically playing this game and it was a table and they had to get like a pound coin and roll it and get it in between like the fork. So get it to stick. And it was just so funny watching them all trying to like do it. And I think it was Phil Foden who actually got it in. But just the fact that they, you know, like just like the culture around football, I think, and even media and social media, it's just changing. It's a very different world now than like you had said, you know, back, back when, you know, it was 
you know, Lampard and all, you know, just, it was a different world. So I think, but it is really nice to see. It's really, really nice to see the, that bond between the players. It can kind of leave the Prem side of it aside and then, you know, come into the World Cup and really come together and just play some fantastic football. So it's nice to see. Yeah, definitely. Jamie, I thought, I listen back when I'm bored and work, I listen to our gorgeous voices on our past pods and that. And we were pretty, we were pretty critical of like Southgate and what formation he played in the last pod, weren't we? And he, yeah. he sort of went for it, didn't he? And he, he really shocked me. He really, really did shock me when, like, what did he play? Four, five, one, four, three, three. Sorry, and um, he ditched the back five, and he, he just went for it from minute one. He was just all over Iran. I don't think Iran come out of their own half until about twenty five minutes in, and it was uh, it was refreshing to see. I think. Would you say that? The Premier League being halfway through, well, 15 games in, that this could benefit England in this World Cup now? Uh, yeah, it's got to, hasn't it? It's the best, you know, hands down, it's the best league in the world. And they're all playing in it. And so they're all going to be sharp, ready, 100%. You know, no one's, yeah, you can say they're tired and stuff like that, but they're going to be more tired at the end of the season when they've just played April, May's games where it's, Grueling and every like, trying to stay up. Some of them are trying to win the Premier League. Some of them that's obviously more tired on the legs. Right now, it's probably the sharpest they'll be all season. Yeah, because they're they're match fit, they're ready. You know, uh, and right now is probably the best time to get them. Like a Saka, you know, me and Saka scoring two purely from Arsenal's form. Yeah, yeah. So I think it is the best time, and I think Southgate's got to take a lot of credit as well because he. He could have done what everyone expected him to do, play a back five, you know, and everyone would have been moaning. But no, actually, you know what? We're better than these. Let's put it on them. And it and it it's young. Do you think that he's got to stick with that non-normal Do you think he can't revert to type and go five at the back? Or do you think it just depends on the opposition that we're playing? Yeah, I think it all depends on, you know, what, what we're going into. I think that'll determine you know, what, what Southgate's going to do ultimately really. But because I mean, I mean, world cups, a different, it's a different kettle of fish really, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's, it's, it's very different. So I think, yeah, that's the way he's going to, he's going to do it really. And now with what well, we can always go back to Harry Kane, but I think that's going to maybe change things up a little bit as well. Perhaps if he's no longer going to be available, that might make him want to switch something, some things up perhaps, you know? Yeah, let's hope it's not a bad one with him. I mean, yeah. we, I know he got knocked off before, Jamie. We were just talking about Harry Kane and he's had a scan and stuff. And I heard Gary Neville talking earlier and saying and the fact that England is so quiet on it means it could be a bad one. Um, Didn't Pickford say something? No. I don't know. What, yeah, I heard a, about it? Uh, yeah, I heard an interview before. Sorry to put in there, but um, I heard Pickford say that he was, he's, um, he was asked him and he went, no, he's fine. When he trained with us before, he's been on the grass, he's doing what he's doing, he's fine. He said it was just he felt something and he sent him for a scan, but he's just been training then. That's what oh. Pickford said, so, oh, so fair if, enough, you know, that was on the radio when I was coming home yeah. from work. So he never scored, and which is a bit of a shock when considering you scored six, but I thought he was one of the best players on the pitch. I thought he, his link-up play, I mean, sometimes I find it odd when I see him coming deep. It's like a, he's like a, a deep-lying midfielder sometimes, but... Mm. It was perfect the other day. Like, in, um, we we really need Harry Kane moving forward in this tournament. Massively. Just and, uh, just to go back to, well, sorry, Paul, where you're well, saying about the 
um, the scan and, you know, how they're saying, oh, you know, they wouldn't do a scan unless it's bad. But on the flip side, it's the World Cup and they want to be probably extra precautious. So that's why they did a scan. Like how Jamie has just said, like, that's what Pickford maybe was getting at is, no, he felt a little something. They wanted to make sure everything was okay. And they did it. Maybe he's actually fine. Fingers crossed. Because, I mean, we need Harry Kane. So, yeah. Also, just one more player I wanted to touch on before we move on is uh, Jude Bellingham. I mean, mm. I hope this lad does not sign for Liverpool because I don't want to hate him <laughs> because I really, really like him. But if he signs for yeah. them, I instantly fucking hate him. But he's dead to us. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he's. he's <laughs> I don't know if you see. Don't much do it. Of him. Don't do it to yourself, lad. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> I don't know if you see much of him, Melinda. But if you have, a, he, he's an impressive young man. Him, isn't he? He's only nineteen. He looks like he'd go all the way in the game, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, I have seen little little bits of him here and there, and um, from what I have seen, he's been absolutely brilliant. He's going to be an app, like a stellar player. Yeah. Cannot believe he's only nineteen. That's oh, mental. Crazy. I'm old enough to be his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Mental. When you put it like that, I oh, know. <laughs> Scary where he can go. <laughs> yeah, ab- the, the the potential is just like yeah, it's insane. I'm glad he's it? English anyway. Yeah, yeah, me too. So USA next for England on Friday. I think uh, if we get a win there, Gross. I think we we're through, aren't we? If we get a win, hundred percent through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where's everyone watching that on uh, Friday? Is kickoff at seven? Yeah. Probably at home with a brew and a cherry bakewell. <laughs> yeah, I'll do. Sounds good, that. <laughs> it's on core. It's on with The cherry bakewell just popping just pop your head then, or are you actually getting cherry bakewells? <laughs> I don't. So someone bought us like a box of cherry bakewells for the office at work, and I had one, and I haven't had a cherry bakewell in so long, and I was like, Fucking hell, my cherry bakewells are sound. They're so nice. I didn't realize I forgot how good they were. I haven't had one in years. That's so England like, as well. It is. Childhood just like flooded into my... I literally bit one. I was like, I remember being like four years old and eating one of these in like a spar or something. Like, you when know I was a I mean? kid, I, I used like, to take the cherry oh off and throw it in a bin. <laughs> no, it's so good. How no, I do now. You? I eat it now. Oh, but when God. I was a kid, I used to take it off. Well, Mr. Mr. Kipling, I think, is like the brand, the box. They have festive, um, festive bakewells now. They got little like sprinkles on top. Ooh, they're so nice. Here's a question for they're you: Do you so like mince nice. pies? I love mince oh. pies. Jamie, oh, I like Jamie. mince pies. Well, come at me, you eat cherry bakewells. You have the friggin' red star mix, not the blue one. And now you've got you don't like mince pies. Jamie, we're gonna have to have a serious. Yeah, unfortunately, this is Jamie's last. This is Jamie's last ever pod, so. Enjoy yourself while you're here, lads. Enjoy yourself. Plus, the living places, none of all, all of us can go out and buy, buy blue Haribos, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, Jamie, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Really, you've got to watch the game, but you're going out. Do you know no, why I'm asking this no. question, don't you? Yeah, because I'm going to ask you and you're going to tell me where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. Um, no, mate, sitting in the house. Paul, where are you watching the match? Well, funny you should ask that question. I mean, I know that's well, come funny. Out. It's come out of the blue that question, hasn't it? <laughs> I'll be in Benidorm, mate. I wonder where I wonder where Paul could be. <laughs> no, I can't oh, wait. You know, I mean, yeah. that's gonna be boss. When do you, when do you fly out, Paul? Uh, Friday morning. I booked this last year about this time it? last year, and now it's just suddenly it's all it's it's here. It's like 
Yeah, that's gold. Let's do it. So is it. Is it like an? It's like an annual thing that you do every year. You go to Benidorm. We usually go on Paddy's Day, but I've never been away. I've never been abroad this late in the year, so I don't know what to expect. But should be good over there. That's, that's gonna be unreal. You know, it's gonna be a party if, if we win. Jeez. Yeah. What's your prediction then for England, United States of America? Up them fucking toffees, baby. Um, America versus Jamie. You know what? I'll let. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be kind. Let Jamie go first. Yeah, I'm gonna be kind to let Jamie go on. Jamie with your red star mix, Harry. One with your weird Harry Bow fetish. Go on. (laughs) What's happening here? That's my favorite thing that Jamie ever does. He goes, what's happening here? <laughs> I love when he says that. He's getting abused on me, Harry Bow chase here. <laughs> Harry um, still a Harry Bow. <laughs> I honestly think we'll win 3-0. After watching America versus Wales, um, it was nothing, really. Wales were poor in the first half. Yeah. Um, the USA sort of took the, took the one chance that they had. Your prediction, Melinda? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't watched a lot of U.S. football because I just haven't. Um, But England are very strong. And, you know, of course, I support England. So um, I'm going to go with, I mean, we've got goals in us, don't we, really? You know what? I'll go go 3-1. I'll go, yeah, 3-1. 3-1. Okay. England. 2-0. 2-0 England. Yeah, so uh, just a few little things to wrap up before we move on. I mean, it's been a decent World Cup on it so far, Jamie, wouldn't you admit? It's been a couple of shocks. I mean, that Saudi Arabia one yesterday was Mm -hmm. absolutely mental. That was a mental, just just, just the results. I mean, I'm on night, so I couldn't see the game. So I woke up and I'd seen Saudi Arabia 2, Argentina 1. I couldn't believe it. I mean, Argentina, my tip, I think they're your tip to win the yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I still do stick by that, by the way. Yeah, I think you um, still might come good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like when City get beat, isn't it? You, you know, they create a monster. City. 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 I think Saudi Arabia City. is able to create a monster. You don't, want to, you don't want to play Messi at any time, especially when he's mad. Yeah. Uh, or a point, got a point to prove. But no, I think it's been a good World Cup. I'd like to see anything I'd like to see. Say this now in Spain, we've just won seven nil. <laughs> but I think we've seen a lot of we have seen a lot of nil nils, um, or maybe like a one nil. Do you know what I mean? I think a, a, a few more goals would be great. But no, been all right. We're getting one hundred and seventy minutes of football every game. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is a bit odd, isn't it? It's gonna that's a that's a strange thing. You reckon with hundred yeah. 114 minutes, it's 104 minutes, sorry, they can every game is the average, that's what, how long it's lasting for, I mean, I think it's fair personally, because there's a lot of messing about with players going down and kicking the ball out and feigning an injury, and I think that the officials just had enough and they're just stopping to watch now, you know, like they do in rugby, so yeah. I think that's, yeah. would you like to see that come into the Premier League, Melinda? Um, probably wouldn't get back I've to the seen... train station in time, like. Yeah, I know, right? God. Um, I think it has its pros and cons, you know. Um, I've seen actually people kind of going back and forth on Twitter about this as, you know, positive and the kind of negative aspects of it. Will it ever happen? I on I honestly don't know. Would it would it be beneficial in some situations? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I don't know. 
don't know. Yeah. I would like to see Goodison if we were winning one 0 when the board went up for fifteen minutes of at the time. Oh, God. That would not be nice, would it? <laughs> you know no, I mean, that's what I mean. All my anger to go to one just straight onto Jordan Pickford for all the time wasting that, I'll just blame him straight away. Yeah, so I think it has been the idea is big pros and cons, do it like yeah, but no, yeah, it's been a good World it. Cup so far and a couple of shocks. Germany got yeah. beat today by Japan, who they look yeah. really well. And Canada, I tell you what, more than all, I know they're getting beat 1 0, but the, every time I look up and watch the telly, it's, it's Canada on the attack. So, but now we're uh, interesting World Cup, and uh, I think we'll just wrap it up there. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, as I say, I'm going to Benetton this week, so I won't be on. So, hopefully, these can do a match reaction to England, USA, and that's it. Thanks for joining me, Melinda, Jamie. Up the toppies. Up the toppies, baby. America, you're going down. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.